0: What's up, what's up, what's up, family? Thank you for coming through. About to get, have a good one tonight. One of my favorite subjects. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I think. I'm going to get this out to all my Social media platforms. Let the folks pile on it. And we will get started. Yeah, peace, beloved. Thank you for coming through, always, as always, Evie. Glad to see you, always. And everybody else as well. And this room actually was inspired by um, someone on my TikTok. uh, They commented. um, They commented on one of my posts about Bill Gates and they asked a question. I spoke briefly last night in the room. And. they actually they said well why would a billionaire want to kill
1: people less people means less products he could sell less people he could sell his products to and i'm like <laughs> man our people are blind man they just don't get it and it's understandable but golly at some point at some point family we really have to you know use some common sense for lack of a better word <laughs>
0: Oh man, I tell you. Um, let me see here. Let me get some of these out really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I went for a good one tonight, cause um. The evil has not been, I guess the evil hasn't been exposed to everybody. I guess they're still having hope. Having hope. But I'm going to tell y'all some stuff tonight. It's going to make you go, hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. What day. Let's see. All righty. This- that um let's see who i put ping up in here all right uh, well i think it's very difficult working with new accounts trying to get people to come through but here we go all right so um make one more adjustment we can go ahead and start with a light intro
2: okay.
0: and go in straight into it. I'm just sending all these invites out, y'all. Hold on. One You know, and something, and I'm kind of glad about this because there's something about uh, Gates that I recently learned that I did not know. And it's, and um, it was from my research that I was doing that I actually ran into this because um. All right. Hold on a second.
1: Cool. Okay. So there was uh, there's actually there was something I learned about Gates that I did not know um as much as i thought i knew about gates this was something very new to me um and it was about his organization his uh his organization that um he has the bill and melinda gates organization but he actually also has another organization um that he he also has another organization that he has is still, and it's still up, it's still running. And it's part of the John Hopkins,
0: uh, medical centers, medical school, whatever it is, one of those things. But what it is, is, uh, he has a, uh,
1: institute that, um, it's for controlling the population. I mean, I know about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, but this is a whole entire separate entity that he has that is dealing with population control, literally. Um, it's been out for a while. And how I found out about it was through, as I was doing my research, there was a, a lady who um, she was introducing a scientist who was actually a part of uh she was a part of the science was actually a part of this institute and so Hello. and so um when i went to fact
0: check the institute it it actually was there and it's still in existence and
1: it's just crazy how this guy is literally committing eugenics, right? And f- he's committing eugenics right in front of everyone, and nobody's complaining about it. Nobody even down. That's the weirdest thing ever, you know. But hey, that's that's the world we live in. I'll talk about. I'm going to definitely talk about it later on in the room as I, you know, start to begin to break down and all that. But yeah, like this, this shit is blatant. It is not they're not hiding any of this shit. It is literally literally blatant. And it's just sad that you know nobody nobody's nobody's, nobody's, nobody's
0: picking up on Sponsor. this.
1: Shit. Absolutely no one is picking up on this. Nobody is picking up on this shit. All right. Literally nobody's picking up on this. This 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 monster is literally killing people. And I'm going to play some shit for y'all. I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. It's some of the saddest stuff, but it's necessary that I play it. If I don't know exactly how monstrous this dude is, he's literally, he's literally, uh, he has to be a reptilian. There's no doubt in my mind. And even when we go down the bloodline, you're going to see there's some question marks um you know we can get interactive with it you know if you want to because uh when i was doing the research behind him i um you know a lot of stuff i thought i knew about him which they were true but it just got darker and that's what i'm talking about with him hold on a second now with him it's not only that you're gonna find out most of these things are true But what you're going to find out is that not only these things are true, but they're even worse than you think. (laughs) It's just crazy. And if you look at his wife, okay, she divorced him. She's been one forever. Right. And she divorced him. And even in the interview after she divorced him, you hear the language that she's using. You you can tell that even to her. And she's been with him for a long time. Even to her, he still is a developing monster. Like this shit is just ridiculous. But we'll tap into that. Let me just make sure I got my last few links in. Okay, got that out there. Okay. So nobody can't say I didn't send them a, a link or whatever, what have you. All right. Um Let's get started. I want to welcome everybody to uh, the executive office of Dr. Black B, Inc. This is a new club that I created in order to talk deeper about conspiracies, theories, conspiracy theories, are that which people call conspiracy theories. In this room, I will be going and doing the deep dive for you and sharing that information with you And then after the lecture, I normally open up so we can have a full fledged discussion. All right. So uh, today's episode is like father, like son, Bill Gates and his eugenics bloodline. Now, um, you know, as I was briefly speaking, you know, I talk about Bill Gates, uh, you know, from time to time. And because I've come from my research, I've come to find out that this guy is not a genius at all. He's not a genius, but in fact, he has used his family ties uh, to basically, you know, build his success. And when you hear his family ties, I'll try to get through as much of it as possible. It is a very, very long. Uh, the breakdown of his bloodline is very, very long. Actually the original uh, documentary is on uh, my rumble page. Um, it's like a few hours long, but it is a good one. And it actually breaks down, you know, not only just the bloodline, but also all the businesses he affiliated with and the corp- the other corporate monsters that he's affiliated with like Ted turn and all these other creepy billionaires. Um, so bill gates bill gates the eugenicist actually um and he uh this guy here i I just want everybody to know first and foremost that he 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 comes off as if he's uh you know he comes trying to help people like he's call likes to call himself a philanthropist okay that he likes to use his wealth. I think he even said not too long ago that he was gonna give away most of his wealth before he actually dies. But when you look into the things that he's actually investing his wealth in, it is not to help people, but actually to uh, get rid of people, okay? So I just want people to know that when we look at the, the, the history of bill Gates as we go into it I just want you to keep this in the this in context um you know he is actually pushing the ideology of his upbringing his father his grandfather his great grandfather and so on as we'll get into it Also, I want to add that his mother actually also had some influence in him becoming the Microsoft billionaire that he is. A lot of people don't know that, but um, she she actually didn't have a hand in it. And I'm going to talk about that briefly as well. Uh, Let's see here. Y'all got to bear with me because. I was taking care of a lot today and i jumped into that other room for a little bit but it's just been a long long day but i wanted to make sure that i got this room off now uh as you've heard me mention i've made a several several different posts about it bill gates's father was involved with uh plant parenthood in fact his father actually headed plant parenthood bill gates is on video saying this so it is not um, you know, is that is not something that needs to be fact checked. But his father was Bill Gates Sr. and his mother was Mary Maxwell. And basically both of them were already wealthy and both of them already had a, a high degree of influence um in you know in, in business and you know other organizations. I guess you could call it fall make it fall up under quote unquote philanthropy. And the thing I want people to understand is that they wanted to make sure though that their legacy of eugenics would still be carried on by their son, which is exactly what he's doing. Now, if you don't know what eugenics is, eugenics is basically the practice of controlling the population through medicine and science to what some would say, create the perfect race. That's what Hitler used to say back then. He was also a eugenicist. but also to get rid of what they call the undesirables, the worthless eaters. I'm sure if you heard any information about the World Economic Forum and how they talk about you know, um, overpopulation, uh, <clears throat> you've heard Kissinger mention uh, in the past about worthless eaters. You've heard Klaus Schwab mention about worthless eaters as well. So this term worthless eaters basically refers to people that, are not contributing to society, okay? And so Kissinger, he called old people worthless eaters because basically old people, they're in retirement, they're doing nothing but just going on vacation, they're not working or anything. So at that point in time, when he was a young man, he's old now, I'm not sure if he's even still alive, but Kissinger was calling old people worthless eaters. Now this term worthless eaters isn't just for old people, as we'll go into it later, we'll talk, talk about Margaret Sanger, but, you know, even she, she looked at the, um, you know, black people as, uh, undesirables. Okay. So these are the same people that we're talking about. Um, these same type of people, these are eugenicists. They basically think that, you know, by controlling, uh, the reproduction that they can develop the best human beings. Now, who gave them that authority? I have no damn idea. But this is the exact audacity of these people that I'm just like, how can they? How can they have the gall? And you look at Bill Gates. I don't give a damn if he is a billionaire. He looks like a worthless eater. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, honestly, let's just say what it is. They're doing exactly what the Nazis did. And they're doing exactly what Margaret Sanger from Planned Parenthood believed in as well. And actually they've practiced this stuff all of their lives, all right? Now, Bill Gates, when you see him, he likes to act like he's all humble and he's all nerdy and he likes to study and he just happened to become one of the most richest people on the planet, but, Let's take a look at exactly how he, you know, got into, got to become a billionaire. Let me just break something down to you. If you want to become a billionaire, what you have to do is think of something that every body is going to use. That's the easiest way to become a billionaire. Okay. And did, which is exactly what he did. Most of these billionaires you that basically have products from all that are all being sold all over the world. They sat down and they thought then, what can I, what can I invent? What can I create or what can I invest in that everybody's going to want? This is how they, this, how you do it now with, uh, Bill Gates. He, he quote unquote developed him and his, uh, buddy, Paul Allen, if I'm not mistaken, they developed the software. Now this software that they developed, let me just put it like this, especially at that time, you know, there was a lot of kids meddling around with software. Even though computers were big and bulky back then, every kid in the 80s, they wanted a computer. Every kid in the 70s, they heard about these computers and everybody wanted one. Now, how did Bill Gates have the presence of mind as a young man to think, I can create a software that everybody's going to use? Microsoft. He didn't. I'm here to tell you, he did. Now, how but how did he fall into that? Well, let's talk about his mother for a minute. Okay. Um, his mother, her name is Mary Gates, and you know, she actually helped Bill Gates to get his first contract. And who was his first contract by? Well, IBM. international business machines IBM and everybody I'm pretty sure everybody in here has heard of IBM back in the days IBM was the computer company they were the ones they dealt with information and everything so IBM was basically at the top of the top when it came to computers and what have you well um and you can actually fact us check this too because I think uh, Bill Gates even mentioned it himself. Um, you know, Bill Gates, mom, he helped, uh, she helped her son, you know, secure that deal with IBM. And you actually look this up in the New York Times, um, you know, but the story goes like this. So uh, Mary Maxwell Gates, she was a Regent at the University of Washington ever since 1975. That year in 1975, she became the ser- first woman to serve as the director of First Interstate Bank. And she also became the first woman to serve as the president of the Kings County United Way. Later, Mary Gates was appointed to the board of the United Way of America. And in 1983, she became the first woman to lead it. And all this can be fact checked in the New York Times. You can go. read it for yourself and look at it. Now his mother, she ended up building a relationship with someone else who was on the United Way board. And that person was John Opel. He at the time was the CEO of IBM. And as Opel was talking about to his uh, 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 underling executives, he would mention Mrs. Gates to some of his friends. And from what we hear, the company, IBM, decided to take a chance with her son. Now, all of this was because, of course, she built that relationship with the CEO of IBM at the time. And unless she did that, there's no way that any of us would have heard of anybody named Bill Gates. But anyway, the story goes that IBM hired Microsoft to build an operating system. And if you are old enough to remember and i certainly do you remember those floppy disks before we had all these fancy computers and stuff how they looking now we had what you call floppy disks floppy disk was about five and a half inches or so it was black and had like a little film on the inside of it and you would stick the floppy disk on the inside of the computer well when you put the floppy disks on the computer most of those computers ran on what you call ms dos Now, MS-DOS was the Microsoft Disk Operating System, and this was actually Microsoft's first success, all right? Now, you know, Gates' mom, she was also, you know, the director for several companies, first Interstate Bank, as I mentioned, U.S. West Incorporated, um, a TV station in Seattle, you know what I mean, many of these things. So she did a lot as a businesswoman, this uh, Mrs. Gates, you know what I'm saying? So. in the business world, which very, very few women were even able to do, especially at that time. Okay. So, I mean, when you look at uh, Gates, Bill Gates's life and, you know, how he got on his path to success, a lot of it had outside influence, basically family influence. He didn't (laughs) <laughs> you come up with this genius software program and then people just said, ooh, wow. No, because at that time, as I mentioned, oh, there were a lot of people getting into computers and software at the time. Computers were then just becoming, you know, able to be in people's households because before that, computers were the size of warehouses. They were huge. But when they were able to, when, of course, and I tell y'all all the time, there's nothing new under the sun. If you thought about it, somebody else thought about it. So at that time, a lot of people were thinking, hey, there needs to be a computer in everybody's house. So, of course, if there needs to be a computer in everybody's house. There also needs to be software for every computer. And Bill Gates just happened to use his mother's influence to get his software in there. Now, there's a lot of uh, talk about... Um, there's a lot of talk about... Uh, uh, you know, who actually developed the software and all that. And I also, I, I know Bill Gates is no software engineer genius at all. You know what I mean? I, I know that what it is with Bill Gates, he actually had the influence, you know, um, from his family, his defense family's influence was what really helped him get to where he got. Now I want to tell y'all about another, uh little story before we actually start getting into the bloodlines uh another little story is about bill gates's father do y'all know that bill gates's father is actually the man who was behind starbucks success mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you go to get your lattes and all that i'm just gonna let y'all know not only when you go get your lattes you know they they are going straight into these corporations pockets but Bill Gates is getting a large piece of that too. So when when Starbucks was just a small company, I think they had about what, four between four to six stores and they really didn't have a lot of value at the time. I think they had about a 3 million dollar value. Now, there was a guy who's actually a Starbucks executive chairman who almost lost the ent- entire business in the underhanded deal. You can look this up on Yahoo Finance. Now, there was a guy who told Howard Sultz to meet with Bill Gates Sr., that's Bill Gates' father, who was a prominent Seattle attorney at the time. And, um, and uh, you know, uh, the guy Schultz had told, he actually, in an interview, told me, he said he had never heard of Bill Gates Sr. and Bill Gates at the time. And Bill Gates wasn't who he was, the billionaire at the time. And Bill, Bill Gates Sr. was actually who Bill Gates was. So Bill Gates Jr. wasn't even there. But they had a meeting that morning, and Gates responded with two questions. Is everything true? And have you left anything out? He told him, come back in two hours. When the guy returned, Gates told Sos they were going to take a walk and see the man. So uh, Sos is telling the story. He's like, yo, my heart is racing. I don't know what's going to happen. So then they stormed into the guys office, and he's sitting at his desk and Bill Gates is leaning over all six, seven of them. And he basically points a finger at him and he says, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is what's going to happen. You're going to stand down. Howard is going to buy the company. And we're never going to hear from you again. Do you understand? And God was like, Oh, Oh my God. Now this is the way business is done. So scouts was still $2 million short on the financing, but Gates said him and his son would invest. And that's how the story goes. If it wasn't for Bill Gates, senior Bill Gates, father, there would not be any Starbucks today. Period. So Gates was already headed to being a billionaire just from investing in Starbucks when it had three and four stores. Look how many stores they have now. <laughs> They're all over the place that yes, your man, Bill Gates, he got a large chunk of it. Okay. Now, That's just a little brief background on Bill Gates and Bill, Bill Gates, senior Bill Gates, mom and how they kind of helped him become the person that he is. They helped him build enormous wealth. His mother, you know, linked them up with IBM, got him to secure those deals for those, for the software he wanted to put in all those computers. And so this is how he kind of like started getting his start. But what I want y'all to know is that understand something. And he talks about this too while they're sitting down at the kitchen table they're not just talking business they're talking other things too like overpopulation which is why bill gates's father also headed plant parenthood let's get into that a little bit so now plant parenthood those of you who know about plant parenthood you've seen them in a lot of neighborhoods they actually uh you know they they you know they have the guys that they're trying to help uh, people in our community—they don't have anything to do. Anybody know? And if anybody knows, you know that they have nothing to do with planning parenthood. <laughs> it's just a name, just like with any of these other organizations' name. They sound, you know, they sound like they really want to help, but when you actually look into, you know, what they're really about, it has nothing to do with what the title of the organization is. And the same goes for Plant Parenthood. Plant Parenthood, as many of you may know, was founded by Margaret Sanger. Now, Margaret Sanger, she didn't just get into Plant Parenthood just because she uh, wanted to see, help young women become mothers and plant. No, that's not what she got into it for. In fact, when you look into Margaret Sangha's history and Plant Parenthood, you will find out that prior to Plant Parenthood, the organization that she had was called the Negro Project. Now what is the Negro project? Let's get into that <laughs> because once we get into the Negro project it's going to open a lot of people's eyes as to exactly what Plant Parenthood is about. And exactly why Bill Gates' father headed Planned Parenthood, and exactly why Bill Gates himself has the Institute for Population and Reproductive Health. We're gonna go there. All right. So the the Negro Project was basically um, uh, Margaret Sanders, Sanger's uh, brainchild, and what she did was uh, she implemented the what they call the Birth Control Federation of in America. And this basically was to, um, you know, make women aware of uh, contraceptives. And the whole idea was, you know, if you don't have children, then you could basically lower your risk of living in poverty, all right? Now, um, it it did receive some funding. And basically, it was taken over. Once it got the funding, it was taken over by a different group of people. But um, you know, Margie saying she didn't stop there. So um, she got with a doctor. I think his name was and there's actually some correspondence too. Let me pull up this this correspondence so I could read it to you guys because the correspondence that is uh, associated with this uh, development of the of the Negro project as well as this, um, as well as this uh, other, uh, as well as this Dr. Dr. Gamble. I want y'all to hear something, right? Because this is very, very, Gamble that I'm talking about, you're very, uh, you'll know exactly who he is <laughs> in one minute. Uh Let me find it real quick. Got a lot of stuff in front of me. <sighs> but man, this guy Gates, he has a terrible, terrible, evil, evil, long history. Um. Where
0: are you, Margaret Sanger? Where are you? One second. I think it's here. Okay, yeah. All
1: right, so... All right, here we go. Um,
0: blah, 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 blah.
1: Okay, so...
0: One second. I want to get this letter up, man. All right, here it is.
1: Once you, once I read it, I want you to, matter of Fact. I'm going to see if I could play this letter for y'all. If I could play the letter for
0: y'all on this video, that'll mean a lot. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I think it's going to be right here. One second.
1: All right, so, so I'm going to play this letter for y'all. Here it is right here in one second. Okay, this letter was to Dr. C.J. Gamble and I want
0: y'all to hear this. I want y'all to hear this real quick. Let me see if I can gotta... get into this
3: room. It's in for eugenics.
0: One minute, all right,
1: so that is. Let me turn this audio on for y'all so y'all can hear exactly what she had wrote in this letter. So y'all can see the type of minds that we were dealing with, okay? The evil minds that we were dealing with. One second. And that's why, you know, when people hear about Bill Gates' father heading this institution,
3: all rights reserved, we reserve all rights. I guess I could go back here. Dirables.
2: But as
0: all right, listen to this and I'll come back and uh finish
3: up. As the old saying goes, like father like son, of course, reproductive health issues is a sugar-coated synonym for eugenics. On December 10th, 1939. In a reply letter to Dr. C.J. Gamble, written and sent by Margaret Sanger herself, she discusses how it would be worthwhile for his federation to employ a full-time Negro physician because in her experience, while the colored Negroes have great respect for white doctors, they get closer to their own members and more or less lay their cards on the table, which means their ignorance, superstitions, and doubts. Settle down, Margaret. This isn't a KKK meeting. She says they do not do this with the white people. And if we can train the Negro doctor at the clinic, meaning in birth control methods, abortion and sterilization techniques, he can go among the black communities with enthusiasm and with knowledge, which I believe will have far-reaching results among the colored people, meaning depopulation. His success will depend on his personality and his training by us. She goes on to say that the black religious minister's work is also important and also he should be trained like the Negro physician, perhaps by the Federation, as to our ideals and the goal that we hope to reach. Because we do not want word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population and the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members. Gee, Margaret, now where would they get that idea from?
1: If you heard the diabolical, the diabolical thought process of this lady under the guise of, quote-unquote, uh, you know, preventing overpopulation, her real agenda was to exterminate the Black population. I'm going to say this one more time. See, uh, a lot of Americans, Black and white, are un- unaware of plant Parenthood and where it, it really originated from, which is Margaret Sanger's Negro Project. Now, she created this program in 1939 after... The organization changed its name from the American Birth Control League to the Birth Control Federation of America. Now, the aim of this program was to restrict, and as you just heard, a lot of people believe, exterminate the Black population under the pretense of better health and family planning. Now, where have we heard that before? (laughs) I just want you to keep up with me for a minute, because this is going to get deep. But Sanger, she cleverly implemented her plan. And what's even more shocking, right, is that Black America, Black America, hello, those prominent, well-educated, and well-to-do were helping her, were helping her execute her plan. Um, There was, I don't remember his name now. But when she actually came out with the Negro project, I think they said it was W Dubois or one of them were helping, were basically uh, 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 supporting, supporting what she was doing. These prominent black Negroes and they, I keep telling y'all, they always use them as pawns. You can't trust any of them. Even today you can't trust them. You see what they're doing today. They'll sell you out in a heartbeat, all right? So now the, these black elite they saw birth control as a way for themselves to attain wealth and basically you know how they think they like you know get rid of them unpoor uneducated niggas right and by doing that they see themselves actually getting closer to those wealthy whites you know what i mean and getting their quote unquote respect but this is not what ever really happens but this is what they have in their head but the negro project had some basically some repercussions in the in the black community and the truth of the matter is as one uh person said we became the victims of genocide from our own hands so this is margaret sanger this is who she was these this is the program that she developed the negro projects and so basically margaret sanger she aligned herself with famous eugenicists whose ideology prevailed during that time. Now, eugenicists, they really um, loved, you know, white supremacy and purity. And basically you remember uh, Hitler talking about the Aryan race. This is what they're into. That's what these eugenicists are into. They're hoping to purify their bloodlines and improve the race by encouraging those who are skilled uh, learned and fit for them to reproduce. And for those who aren't who don't fit into the, those uh, categories, they should not reproduce. So they wanted to basically keep the inferior races, you know, caged in through segregation, sterilization, birth control, and abortion. They basically did not want you to reproduce if you were not one of them. Okay, they didn't want you to. And so Sanger, like Gates, senior and the junior, they embraced Malthusian eugenics. Now, if you don't know what Malthusian eugenics, let me just give you a brief breakdown. There was a guy by the name of Thomas Robert Malthus. He was a 19th century cleric and a professor of political economy. And he believed that population was a time bomb That threatened the existence of the human race. He also viewed social problems such as poverty, deprivation, and hunger as evidence of this population crisis. Okay? Now, according to uh, a writer by the name of George Grant, Malthus condemned charities and other forms of benevolence because he believed that they only exacerbated the problems. So basically, you know, if you were trying to help the poor or if you're trying to, you know, help somebody who was doing bad, down on their luck. He hated that shit. He felt like these people should not be not only they shouldn't be helping them, but these that these people who needed help, they should be dead. Right? Now, his answer was basically restricting population growth for certain groups of people. And so his theories and his economic uh plans, you know, a lot of people, you know, subscribe to them. So and in, in essence, they developed what they call Malthusian eugenics. And so this is named after him because all of these people that you're going to right hear about, right, these eugenicists, just like you hear Bill Gates, he said, one of the things that really concerned me most is population. Why are these people so concerned about the population? Where did they get this from? Where is this school of thought coming from? Well, it's coming from Malthusian. Okay. Cause like I've been mentioning to you, and y'all I hope y'all y'all pay attention to this. Because here's the truth for the matter. See, when you have people who come up with these sciences, remember what I said yesterday? He said they develop what they call disciplines. And when they develop disciplines, they create nomenclature. And this is exactly what Malthusianism did. <laughs> they produced new vocabulary words of a bunch of mumbo jumbo, and was all hard headed, scientific, and relentless, just like what Bill Gates talks about. I'm pretty sure you heard Bill Gates say it yourself. I'll see if I could dig it up and I'll play it from the TED talk. But he said, and he said, if we do a really good job of vaccines, we could bring that number down about seven to nine percent. He's talking about the population growth. And so that's why I'm going to tell you. That the only way that they justify killing people or depopulation is through this mumbo jumbo science that they come up, which basically all the way dates back to this Malthusian and even even before that. Okay, as you'll see, these people are clearly into um, into breeding, quote unquote, superior races. In fact, white superior races. Okay. Now, I want you to understand something. Just because they say white superior racist, they're not talking about all white people. <laughs> they're talking about the privileged few. All right. So if you're not in the club, you are you are not in the club. You are basically on the chopping block, too. So I just want people to understand that. So it's not a not necessarily a white, black thing. It is a bloodline thing, as we will, you know, discuss further down the line. Because as these people believe, you have to be a contributor to society. Bill Gates looks at himself as a contributor to society. That's why he has all these philanthropic organizations. right? But at the end of the day, as you will see, none of these organizations have anything to do with helping people. Now, um, at one point, Bill Gates' father actually headed Planned Parenthood, and it's if, and you can look this up. It'll be probably, you you, you can dig it up. Google will probably try to hide it a little bit, but you can dig it up. But Bill Gates's father was actually the member of several eugenics societies. This is on record. He was a member of several eugenics societies. And in fact, not only was a member of several eugenics societies, he actually gave millions and millions of dollars to these very same uh, people. Now, um, the, the term eugenics, let me just get into that real quick, was actually coined by a guy by the name of Sir Francis Galton. Now, this guy, Sir Francis Galton, he's the cousin of Charles Darwin. And I'm pretty sure all of you have heard of Darwinism. <laughs> so I just want you all to get an understanding of this, 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 this uh, the school of thought that we're talking about. These people, they're different from me and you. These aren't things that we think about. We don't think about, you know, um, the uh, population control. No, we don't think about any of those things, but these this is exactly what these people think about. I want you to hear this. There was a guy by the name of Bernard Berrelson, and he was actually from uh, an organization called the Population Council. I want you to hear this. He suggested that if, Voluntary birth control methods were unsuccessful. Then the government should place a fertility control agent in the water supply of urban neighborhoods. Well, I want you to hear something. Bill and the, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation gave over eleven million dollars to the Population Council through the Gates Foundation. This was just in twenty twenty. They do this on an annual basis. I just want you to hear me out. So. You know, when you think about population control, this population council wanting to reduce the population. And how are these people thinking like this? Why are these people thinking like this? We're going to get into that a little bit later, but getting back to Margaret Sanders, she was the founder of Planned Parenthood. And there's an article in the New York Post that basically said, well, Planned Parenthood finally admits that its founder was a horrific bigot. Go figure. (laughs) <laughs> you mean to tell me after all these years, y'all finally gonna admit it, even though we already knew it. There's another article that you can find where it basically talks about Margaret Sanger. She's, she spoke to uh, a local KKK um, a bunch of women, a bunch of women who were in the KKK. She basically gave a speech to them and basically they loved her speech. Why? I guess you can put two and two together and figure it out. But anyway, these are the types of people that we're talking about who come to us and say, oh, we we want to support. You know, we want to help people. We want to make you better parents. This is bullshit. This is not what these people are after. All they're trying to do is repeat exactly what Hitler did in the modern times. That's exactly what they're doing. Now, Bill Gates' father did head the Planned Parenthood. And of course, it's for obvious reasons. Why? And there is actually a clip that I like to play. And this clip was actually came from he did an interview with uh, I want to say Bill Maher. Those of you who know he had a, he had an interview with Bill Maher, and he was basically uh, talking about his relationship with his father. Let me see if I can find that actual interview. I do have a clip. But I want to see if I actually have the whole interview. If I have the whole interview, I will play it. Uh, some of it, because there's some, some, something in there that I wanted y'all to hear. Well, but anyway, if the interview was on, it happened in 2003, it was with Bill Morris, and he was asking uh, Bill Gates some questions, right? I do have a short clip. Let me, let me play the clip for y'all. And let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, let's see where it's at. I want y'all to hear this clip and I think it's this one. I right, hold on a second. Here's this clip
0: him talking about his father heading plant parents.
4: It really grabbed me as as urgent uh, was were issues related to population, uh, reproductive health. But did you come to reproductive issues as an intellectual? When I was growing up, my parents were always involved in various uh, uh, volunteer things. My dad was uh, head of Planned Parenthood. My dad was uh, head of Planned Parenthood, and it was very controversial uh to be involved
1: the clip is actually there's actually more to that interview but that's all i had for something else but it, you heard him bill morris actually said how did you come to fund, you know reproductive issue you know you know how did you come to come to this through you know and t- And he told me, he said, well, you know, when I was growing up, my parents were always involved in various volunteer things. My dad was the head of Planned Parenthood, and it was very controversial to be involved with that. And it's so fascinating. At the dinner table, my parents are very good at sharing the things that they were doing. Almost like, almost, and almost treating us like adults. Talking about that. So." (laughs) <laughs> I just want to say, uh, you know, his parents are talking to him about overpopulation or depopulation. You pick whichever one. If it's overpopulated, they need to figure out how to bring it down. And they bring it down to what? Depopulation. But also in the interview, you know, um, you know, Gates said that he was moved and uh, that safe birth reproductive family planning issues, he says, he said, there's a measurable impact when you can go in and educate families, but primarily women about their different choices. There's a real impact that you can have in this area. Anything to do with reproductive health. Now, I don't know about y'all, but if you've seen Bill and Melinda Gates, they have tons and tons of video where they're in Africa distributing vaccines. They're in Africa distributing you know, there are diff- these different experimental uh, medicines. And these things don't always turn out good. In fact, even, let me just tell you something. There's something that happened here in the United States with the Planned Parenthood. These people were literally robbing people's babies. Literally. I wanna, a matter of fact, let me see. There's, a, there's another important clip I said I wanted to play. I'm gonna play that as well because is what they're doing? I just want you to know, it's it's demonic. It's demonic. It's going in and taking people's babies out of their stomachs. This is no lie. Re- removing their organs. Re- removing. A, they remove the woman's reproductive organs without even telling her. This is the type of stuff these people are into. And you know, it's hard to talk about it. I'm gonna be honest with you because these people are still out here. People are praising these people. You know what I mean? Even Black people. Like you like were one of the main targets for Planned Parenthood and you are praising these people. Okay,
0: here's the clip. I found it. It's sad. I'm gonna play it for you though because you need to hear this shit. You know, nobody's talking about this because it's like, uh, Okay,
1: but here it Yeah, I want y'all to listen to this sh- disgusting stuff that they did to this lady, all right? Your so-called
0: plant parenthood.
3: Bet.
2: So what happened was um, I went into the hospital to have my son, and the next thing I knew I woke up and I had bandages on my stomach. Nobody never told me what it was. And up until maybe 2007, and maybe seven, I realized that I had a cesarean. And when they went into me, they sterilized me at the same time. Going back before 2007, I got married. I left uh, North Carolina when I was 15. Moved to New York. I got married when I was 18. And my husband and I tried to start our own family. Prior to that, I kept getting sick. I kept hemorrhaging. I kept falling out, passing out. You know, and I kept going into the hospital. And anyway, the doctor told me that I had been butchered. It did not register to me what she meant. Until I was referred to another doctor to see if he could, you know, reverse the sterilization procedure that they had did on me. And he also told me that I had been butchered. Butchered meaning then I realized that I was sterilized. Because he explained explained to me what had happened. That why it was impossible for me to have a child is because they had cut, cut and tied my tubes. And burned them. And burned them. So, I tried every reverse, but
3: it never worked. The organization
4: operates in more So,
1: they took this, they went into this lady. Hold on. They went into this lady against her against her wishes and removed her reproductive organs okay they removed her reproductive organs so that she could not have any more children and i'm just going to tell you something she's not the first and she is definitely not going to be the last that they do something like that too especially now today when you see hospitals just snatching people's babies There was a report done, there's a a very good documentary that was done not too long ago. I actually recommended the documentary and people are still even questioning that. Government subsidized child trafficking, okay? This is a real thing. People don't want to believe it. People don't want to believe that Planned Parenthood is actually a eugenicist organization. People don't want to believe that Bill Gates' father heading Planned Parenthood, was more than just a coincidence. It was actually planned because it's a eugenics organization. Bill Gates' father is a member of many, many different eugenics societies that were in existence and some of them still in existence till today. He taught his son the science of eugenics which is why his son is involved and in, you might say what is a software dude dealing with vaccines and medication he's not a doctor but what he is doing is pushing the agenda that his father taught him these people are evil he's evil now it's very you know uh, easy to say well you know his father but that doesn't mean he was a part of it okay cool you're right well why coincidentally and you can look this up and this was what i was talking about earlier before we actually opened the room that i was shocked about see when i was looking doing some of the research and there was a lady she was actually introducing a scientist and she said this she said He was the founding director of Bill and Melinda Gates Institution for Population Control. This was the word she used. And I said, huh? So me, of course, I don't just take nothing on face value. I went to go fact check it. And it was partially true. He does have an institute for that. And matter of fact, let me see if I can find this shit. Cause I don't like to tell y'all stuff without basically giving you my references. I like to give references because I don't want you to think I'm talking out the side of my neck because that's something I do not do. I take this shit seriously. To me, this is not just another room. To me, this is basically educating people on these demonic fuckers so that one day, hopefully all of us can get up and say, this we put an end to this shit right fucking now. This is why I do this. <laughs> I don't do this shit for likes. I don't do this shit for none of that. I do this shit because I know I have young children and I have grandchildren. And I know they're going to go out there into that world. And if they go out there into that world without a mind on them, they're going to fall victim. They're going to succumb to all of this shit that we're talking about. So that's why I do this shit. Now, I want to find this and I'm going to play it. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually take you through the process that I went through in order to find this information. Uh, what is the name of this shit? All right. Uh, really? Let's see here. Once I find it, I'll be able to play it for y'all and then once you hear it I, what i want you to do once you hear it what i want you to do i want you to basically go check again do not take my word for it <laughs> i want you to go check it out too uh let's see where we're at and and the reason why i want y'all to do it is because you see as you see, I get suspended and banned. There's no telling. And, you know, one day I may not be able to come back on, but I still want all of you to be able to, um, you know, have this information and be able to share it. So let's see if I can find this shit. Oh, man. <sighs> is this it? Oh, yeah, here it is right here. I want y'all to check this out. Hold on. Let me make sure I get it right here. All right, I'm gonna play this. I want y'all to hear it, and then you tell me. All right, listen to this, and I'm through what I went through. All right, here it is, right here. After after she introduces the institute, I want you to hear what she says after what they're what they're about. Okay.
2: And I-
0: their own
1: reproductive
0: health policies and programs. Right. I'm gonna play it one
1: more time. The original name of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation 19- the mission to help countries develop their own reproductive health policies and programs, right? Watch this. Six degrees of separation between these devils. And I'm getting ready to show you. If you've been in this room, you should know, but maybe not because we, we, we do give out a lot of information in this room. But the mission was according to, and the name of the institute is not the Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population Control. She was erroneous when she said that, but she did go back and correct it at the end of the program that they were at. The name of the institute and is still in existence today is the Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population and Reproductive Health. Now, this is clearly Planned Parenthood 2.0 or (laughs) however you want to put it, but the agenda what is their mission to help nations develop a reproductive policies and programs i don't know about you but there was a point in time i think japan they had a po- japan or china both of them i think you can't have more than two children okay these were actually reproductive policies now forget that forget japan china right let me tell you something This something, mm, mm, mm. see, I talk about this stuff a lot. I don't know who'll be listening, but if you listen, what I'm saying it shouldn't be new to you. You see, not too long ago, they destroyed a monument, all right, that all of us know about, because on that monument, there was a depopulation plan. It was the Georgia Guidestones, right? On the Georgia Guidestones, it said, yes, you know, uh, humanity should be reduced to 500,000 people, okay? to be in balance and harmony with whatever nature and all this bullshit, whatever they were talking. And ever since this pandemic started, right, you've been seeing a lot more people talking about the Georgia Godstones. so much so, our group, our group. We took our group to go see the Georgia Godstones. okay? To see it in flesh. And the reason why I wanted to go, and many of you know, because this is how I am. See that motherfucker? And see these demonic, see cuz this conspiracy theory. This is not conspiracy theory. How can you say conspiracy theory when we actually went there and saw it? Once you go and you see it, then you know it's no longer conspiracy theory, it was an actual fact. So to those of you who went and you know and you saw it and you know that even we didn't stop there. You shouldn't have stopped there. Because when you found out that the person they say that made his name was R.C. Christian, and there's some hidden shit in there too. I studied that shit, but I ain't gonna talk about it today. But if you see the person who made it was, his name was R.C. Christian, next thing you should do is who is this person? Of course, it's not his real name. But he wrote a book. And we mentioned that book a few times in here. I'm bringing, I'm coming to a point. Now. I want you to hear this. And that book is called Common Sense Renewed. This is another Malthusian fucker. All right? They calling it common sense. They calling killing people common sense. I want you to hear this. In that book, and I read that motherfucker a couple of times, because I was trying to get in the mind of these demonic beasts to see what would make them come up with something like that. And in the book, I think it's on page 43. In the book, this is what he says. He says that every nation should develop a reproductive policy or program to control their population. Now, that might not mean nothing to you. But when I heard the mission of this organization, that's the first thing I thought about. And them goddamn Georgia Godstones. You see, you think these people bullshitting with you. Lord, let me give you a little taste of reality. How much you paying for your mortgage? Your house? Your $300,000 house? How much you paying for? You wanna? You want some news? Cause you gotta think for a second. You get up, you bust your ass every fucking day, make sure you pay that mortgage, don't you? For that three hundred thousand dollar house. Well, you wanna know something? Them goddamn Georgia Godstones cost a few million dollars. In fact, when he went to go buy it, the people who were down there, and I want you, there's a lot of history behind that shit. But the people who were down there, when they they heard it, they said this dude wanna buy a fucking headstone, right? They thought he was bullshitting. So much so that they added extra on top of the cost. Just to see if this motherfucker gonna go away. Did he go away? No, he didn't. He came back and paid for that motherfucker. Extra to make sure it goes up. Let me see, one, two, three. I don't even know how many it was. Maybe four. Four fucking stones. 16 feet high, two feet thick. Eight different languages written on that motherfucker. And you think they bullshitting? Do you bullshit with your house? Stop going to work and see what happened to that house. They paid for four stones. Couple of million dollars to make a statement, and you think they playing. <laughs> and not only they made a statement, the man wrote a book after that explaining why they put it up. I want you to hear me now. And now you got a billionaire. That's why, I, you know, sometimes I don't let it frustrate me, but sometimes I feel like smacking a shit out some of these dumbass motherfuckers. I'm going to just keep it 100 with you. Because you got a billionaire who has an organization called Institute for Population and Reproductive Health, and their mission is to give reproductive policies. And understand me, when they're talking about reproductive policies, they're not just talking about, oh, make sure you have a family. No, they ain't talking about that. They're talking about executing your ass. You better get it right. That's what this shit is about execution eradication these are words he loves to use and so his father was (laughs) the head of Planned parenthood and of course his ideas from his father's have continued because he has an institute for population and reproductive health pushing the same exact ideologies policies of these Malthusian eugenic motherfuckers. I'm sorry. I got to say it that way. Because to me, it's repulsive. It's despicable. That someone would even think like that. I don't like the guy. I don't like the guy at all. In fact, I'm just going to be honest with you, these... You see, these these people that uh when people mm, 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 mm. You see when people uh take this lightly, I'd rather they get the fuck away from me. I'd rather they get the fuck, because I know they don't know what they I know they don't know what they're involved in. I know they don't know. Because they're ignorant. And see, when you try to explain to them the science of this shit, because there is a science behind it. When you try to explain the science of this shit, they don't understand it, so they rather <laughs> think it ain't true or just plain out ignore it. That is dangerous, family. That is very dangerous. Because one thing about them, they are not going to give up. They are not going you know it. Shit. You was in that room earlier. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Tia. That's something. Woo! I don't even want to.
5: You just got it?
1: Yeah, I got I it. I got that. it. I was like,
5: oh, wow. Of course I blame her on COVID, not. COVID vaccine, they're saying COVID, life expectancy is dropping to record lows. Hmm. <laughs> so we're just this here is, in America. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and this is the exact execution of these people's plans. You know, it was a lady I was just, you know, I posted something the other day of a South African actress, and they were, I was going to post one today. I said, you know, I'm not even going to do that today. That was a lady. She was in a movie. Uh... Yeah, was i'm gonna hold on y'all because i don't like to just tell y'all something not finish it. oh shit's crazy out here y'all but there was a lead uh lady matter of fact it was on my phone i saw it that's where it was um yes okay she was at the elvis actress Shanka Dukura, right she died i think like july 21st they found her dead in her apartment At that time, it was on the cause of death was unknown, but they did an autopsy and the cause of death was confirmed today. Her cause of the 44-year-old actress and singer died from natural causes of hypertensive and atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, according to a report from Tennessee's Davidson County Medical Examiner's Office. Hypertension is more commonly known as high blood pressure. Atherosclerosis describes the thickening A hardening of the arteries caused by a buildup of plaque in the inner lining of an artery. The lady was 44 years old, y'all. And she was in the entertainment industry, so you already know she was jabbed up. They're executing their depopulation plan on us. They are executing their depopulation plan on us. And... When you go down the Gates bloodline, I know I said I was going to get into it, but I went way over an hour already. But when I guess I'll play a little bit of it for y'all, just for y'all to hear some of it. But when you get into the Blakes, the the the, the Gates bloodline, they are nothing but eugenesis in his bloodline, dating all the way back to the 1400s, man. All right. These people are all connected. And it's so sad that they're pulling off what they're pulling off right now, man. They're pulling it off and nobody's doing anything about it. Now, as frustrated as I get with this shit sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, but as frustrated as I get with this sometimes, I sometimes I want to know exactly what is on the minds of people. Because those of y'all who've been coming to the room long enough, you've heard me say this before. There's only one thing that separates us and Bill Gates. Only one thing. You see, uh, we wake up every day, we're on the same playing field with Gates when you really think about it. What is that dr black well first and foremost you both have 24 hours in a day hear me out you both got 24 hours in a day the only difference is how you spend your 24 hours you see if you spend your 24 hours being entertained (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, Jack, you ain't get shit. If you spend your 24 hours doing someone else's bidding, you might get a little something, but you ain't gonna get what you deserve. These people are on their job 24-7. Not only on their job 24-7, they got me and you doing their bid 24-7 was why they get they shit done and because they pay us these little scraps these little crumbs we indebted to them we praise them they're doing so much good I could are you fucking I don't even know how to relate to these people man They can't see the bigger picture out that little small pea brain they got, man. There's a bigger picture here. It's something deeper than what we're looking at going on. They smiling in your face, giving you crumbs, man. Yet they collecting billions and they killing people at the same fucking time. And you asking. Why would a billionaire with it? They don't need your fucking money. He just said he's giving away all of his wealth before he dies. That should let you know something. He don't need the fucking money. What well, he wants to see is his father's wishes come to fruition. That'll make him more happier than any fucking money in the world. You don't get it yet, man. Stop thinking with that little ass brain, man. These people are doing shit on a higher fucking level. These people are in the business of eradication. Do you not get it yet? Ain't no fucking point in getting to the fucking bloodline. <laughs> if niggas can't think past go. One second, y'all. Uh let me get to uh I wanna show y'all something. I wanna show y'all something. I'm gonna place I'm gonna I am going to i am to i want to i am to play something for y'all and something else. This is the, coming from the same man. And what I want you to do is listen to the language. That's all I want you to do. I just want you to listen to the language.
0: Let's see here. Um, getting close. Close.
1: Is this it? Mm, getting close. Not quite. Here it is here. Oh, I'm, I'm going to play this. I just want you to listen to the language now. When I play this, I want y'all to do this one thing right here. Every time he says the word mosquito, you replace it with humanity. Because if you do that, it's still going to be true. Watch this. This is him himself. I want you to hear this.
4: Malaria eradication will be incredibly difficult. During the last two decades, we've made a lot of progress reducing the burden of malaria. We've had more resources, we've had new interventions that we've scaled up, and we've had political commitment. But the COVID pandemic has interfered with our progress, and we're seeing resistance to our current drugs and the insecticides we use on bed nets. Right now, we have Uh, Four main tools that we use against malaria. We have rapid diagnostic tests. We have treatment drugs. And then we have the bed nets. And finally, there's insecticide spraying your house so that mosquitoes can't live there. In the future, we have some even better tools coming. We're looking at vaccines that would have long duration. We're looking at a new way of killing mosquitoes, which is an attractive targeted sugar beet trap. Further out in the future, we'll actually have gene drive, which changes the genetics of the mosquitoes and either reduces their population or reduces how long they live. That could have dramatic benefits. We have great tools today that we need to keep evolving and some very exciting ones in the pipeline because those will be key to achieve our ultimate goal of eradication. Could have dramatic Further out in the future, we'll actually have gene drive, which changes the genetics of the mosquitoes and either reduces their population or reduces how long they live. That could have dramatic benefits. We have great tools today that we need to keep evolving and some very exciting ones in the pipeline, because those will be key to achieve our ultimate goal of eradication.
1: Now. And, I'm, and this does not take, all right, this don't take rocket science. Clearly, if you've been around the last couple of years, you know that they've been distributing millions and millions and millions of, millions of gene modification vaccines. Okay. So this thing that he calls gene drive to modify the genetics of the m- mosquito to reduce their population or shorten their lives with the ultimate goal of eradication. You do the math. Anybody here, you do the math. You listen to what he just said that they're going to implement for a quote unquote mosquitoes. And think about what they have already implemented for fucking humanity. Those mRNA jabs are gene modification tools. These gene modification weapons to do what? Modify your genetics. To do what? Reduce the population. And did he not say that? (laughs) When did he? Let's get to that shit, man. I didn't come here to bullshit tonight.
0: <sighs> One second, man.
1: I'm just here to do the motherfucking math. mm mm I'm gonna find that clip. I think this is it, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna show y'all. I'm gonna show y'all, because you know I don't be bullshitting.
0: Uh, This is crazy, man.
1: Again? No here it is Here. oh they removed the video oh. <laughs> one second though i'm gonna get that motherfucker because i want you to hear this shit all right yeah i found it hold on
0: hold on hold on hold on
1: hold on <laughs> i'm gonna show y'all something man. you see because if you do the math, if you do the math, right,
0: I think this is it. Hold on. Here
1: it is right here. Hold on. Now, I'm going to play this shit. Let me find it. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All you can see, if you went here, all you got to do is do the math. Watch this shit. Listen to this shit
0: right here.
4: Uh, The world today has 6.8 billion. Uh, First, we've got population. Uh, The world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on... New vaccines, health care, reproductive health services. We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3.
1: <laughs> I'm ch- please, if you in here, you got listening to this shit and basically making the correlation. There's no way There's no way. Like we, we're talking about it. But I hope we're not talking about this shit in circles. Because he's telling you to your face. They want to reduce the population through vaccines, reproductive health. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? You're talking about using vaccines to reduce the population of mosquitoes as well as humanity. You're talking about eradicating mosquitoes. Of course, you're talking about eradicating humanity. How could we not put those things together? How could he want to reduce the population of mosquitoes with the ultimate goal of eradication and then want to reduce the population of humanity and not want to eradicate humanity? You make that make sense. We talking about the same person, man. We not talking about two different people. That's how his mind thinks. And I'm telling you where he comes from. They love that word eradicate. Cause Margaret Sanger used it in her fucking vocabulary against niggas. That's what the whole Negro project was about. That's what Planned Parenthood is about. That's why his father hadn't planned and that's why he has an institute called for Population and Reproductive Health. What the fuck do you think? Why? You black, you should be the last motherfucker supporting Bill fucking Gates. You should be the last motherfucker looking up to Bill, you know. I hear some of these imbeciles on this app. These fake doctors i see y'all, a whole lot of other people see they don't know these demonic diabolical di- see they ain't ready for them you see that's why you can't hmm. don't put your life in the hands of those motherfuckers they will sell you out straight up they will sell you out <laughs> hey you talk about mass murderers you think you thinking about the boy in buffalo <laughs> You're looking at one. He calls himself a philanthropist. You know what? I, I don't even want to continue with this shit no more. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. Because Tia sent me that article, and it's basically something I've been telling y'all fucking, I've been telling y'all this shit since the beginning of this fucking year, but we released this last year. But since the beginning of this year, I have been fucking telling you that we are on a record pace for the highest deaths of all fucking time. There's no other time in history where more people have died. And you want to know something else? The leading causes of deaths out here that you start hearing is unknown causes. Unknown, unknown, or sudden death, all this shit mysterious illness, unknown illness. How could people be so stupid, man? Yes, I'm calling him stupid. How could they be so fucking stupid? They are executing this plan. This man is eugenicist, man. This man is like Hitler, except he's being praised. He's still walking around free. And we have all the information that we need. What more do we need? You know, people ain't gonna be happy till people like me and the others that talk like this are gone. And when we're gone, mark my words, I said this shit last night, I'm gonna say it one more fucking time. You motherfuckers going back to slavery. And it's going to be worse than the chattel slavery that people fucking talk about in the 1800s, 1700s. It's going to be worse this time around. And you know what else? Just like those motherfuckers developed Stockholm Syndrome during the Nazi regime, it's going to be the same fucking thing. And I'm going to just be watching from a distance. So i ain't gonna be around because you see <laughs> i know what people thinking oh, I ain't gonna, uh, okay keep thinking that keep thinking that so that's the whole thing with these electric cars coming in they ain't making no more gas cars after 2035 i'm just letting you know that shit now so let me keep my if they ain't making no parts you how people don't be thinking man What, what do you own? Tell me, what you own? You don't own shit. How the fuck you think you're going to make a market for gas cars? You don't own a motherfucking thing, nigga. What you own? How you going to sell gasoline cars you don't own shit? fucking 2008 bail, bail out. They bailed out fucking Ford, GM, all these motherfucking large car, car manufacturers gave them billions of dollars. I'm a billions they gave you. And you think you're going, shit, nigga, you crazy. Are you crazy? Yes, are y'all crazy? You motherfuckers is crazy. Yes. <laughs> you calling me crazy. Y'all think y'all gonna fucking circumvent what they are literally bringing in, and you see, that's how I know y'all ain't never been in no fucking war. You don't understand the politics of this shit. You're gonna be making gas cars where, nigga? Where you getting gas from to put in them fucking cars? You own some fucking oil? <laughs> You're gonna go against those regulations they got when they make this shit illegal you going to federal prison, nigga. I'm gonna tell you that now. And that shit ain't nothing like the state. You better fucking wake up. You walk into a state courtroom, you tell them if I'm fucking lying. You walk into a state courtroom, you walk into a federal courtroom, you already see the difference. Not, not even fuck seen the You feel the difference. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Big time. <clears throat> Who the fuck y'all niggas think y'all fucking with? You ain't ain't experienced shit yet, man. You talking out the side of your ass and your neck at the same time, thinking that you, please, man. That's why sometimes I don't even waste my energy in debating these fuckers, because I know they ain't experienced shit yet. They are talking from the fairy tales that they see on fucking television. Fairy tales. All right. You got a federal case that means you were either locked up by the ATF, the FBI, the Secret Service, one of the big boys. FBI ran up in President Trump house nigga. (laughs) (laughs) CIA went to fucking Iraq. I right. got that motherfucker killed. They took Iraq, nigga. Ain't a country they ain't take. And what you think you could do? See? You ain't got the mind to go to war with these niggas. So that's why you might as well, all that bullshit, you might as well fucking snip that shit in the butt. Go take that goddamn that vaccine, get your ass in line, and wait for them to bring this new world fucking order. Get you a position. Cause you ain't built for this shit. Too cowardly to want to die for this shit. You niggas are selling out your own mamas. In the federal courtroom, God damn it yeah, I seen it. A nigga telling on his own mama in front of the judge. The same way motherfuckers was split over the vaccine. That shit happens everywhere when you're dealing with these folks, man. They know what buttons to push. You don't know. But you acting like you do. You can act like that with me all you want. (laughs) On this app, that shit cool. But I already know. Because I look the devil in his eye. I know what he could do. I know what he's capable of. I know that devil will look me in the eye and lie and grin at the same fucking time you ain't met that devil yet you think you met him you ain't met him yet you ain't ready for him <laughs> man, I'm a close, man i'm gonna close man i might have to do a part two to this shit another time because i wanted to go into you know the extensive bloodline but sometimes When I get the feeling to talk about some other shit that's a little bit more uh, pertinent right now, than these dead motherfuckers that he's related to, I gotta do that. But I'm just letting you know where this devil come from, man. He ain't wired like you. That's our problem. We think people wired like us. That's why we think, no. You better wake up, man. Everybody ain't made like you. You see, you got a good heart. <laughs> what your problem is your heart too good. It's some of the shit you wouldn't think about doing. That's why you can't beat them. And that's why your ass ain't met God yet. Because <laughs> you think your God is a God of good. Your God is a God of destruction, too. You ain't met that part of God yet. That's why you can't fight this goddamn devil. Shit too much, man. This shit heavy. And really, for me, for me, the part that I I just, the most difficult part for me is when I look at our people when they hear this stuff and it's kind of like, I'm not sure if it's going over their head. I ain't sure if they don't believe it. I don't, that's, that's what really puzzles me. Cause I'm not sure how they're receiving what I'm saying. But I, again, it's not about, it's not what I'm saying that, you know what I mean? It's not what I'm saying. And sometimes they get hooked on how I say a thing too, but it's not what I'm saying. Cause again, You know everything that i'm saying i actually had to research and find so that means that the information was out there but you had to put it together to receive the understanding so all i'm telling you is something how i understand it i'm telling you go look at it your goddamn self so that you can understand it interpret it your way so you can understand the sense of urgency that we need you see that's what i'm talking about i want people to have a sense of urgency Because people move and react differently when they have a sense of urgency. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. I don't understand how people don't have a sense of urgency. And then don't say that dumbass shit all them coward ass niggas say. What can we do? Nigga. What does the person do when they have a sense of urgency? (laughs) That's our problem. When we do get this shit right, now we get dumb all of a sudden. What do we do? Nigga, save your life. Again, forget how I'm saying it. Cause how I'm saying that's just my personal expression. You may say it a different way and that's cool. I'm saying investigate what I'm saying. Investigate it. See if it's true see if what i'm saying is really happening and once you see that it's really happening then that sense of urgency should come upon you and you change your life your life that's what matters you change your life you start changing the way that you do things and once you change the way that you do things that can have a ripple effect do you understand what i'm saying like me personally right now, I'm talking to you. My children in the next room, they hear me. They know what I'm talking about. They feel what I'm talking about, and they're young. That's what I want. Because that's having an effect on them. So that when they come and there's some real shit going on, they know how to respond when they need a sense of urgency. And I already see it in them right now. I don't need to interfere with what God's putting in them from what they're listening to. It's gonna work. I'm telling you, you need to do the same. You can't hear this information and walk away the same person. That's what baffles me. That's what I, that is the biggest thing that I do not understand. How people can hear this and still be the same person after they hear it, because then to me that's saying, "Well, it went in one end; where right out the other." <laughs> they didn't hear it. That's why I'm back saying the shit again. We went to the Georgia Godstones. I, I was I was in awe. I said, like, "God damn, these motherfuckers had the fucking gall and the audacity to write down 500,000 people's, were the only people that should be on the planet. They wrote it in eight different languages. That did something to me. You see." And how do we know we divinely guided? Cause you go try to take your ass down and go see them consoles. Them, them motherfuckers is gone. So to you, it's a conspiracy theory. But to the us that went there, me, Tia, Ed, all of us that was in that group, it's a fact. <laughs> you see the difference? That's what I'm talking about. When we heard it. When we heard what, George, guys were when we heard it, we couldn't hear that information and be the same people. We had to go see it. And then after we saw it, we walked away different people. Cause we know it to be true while you don't know it to be true. You know it to be a conspiracy theory, a possibility. Cause you didn't experience it. That's the difference. And that's what I was talking about earlier, about the difference between us and Bill Gates. We both have 24 hours in the day. How he spends his time is different from how you spend your time. He spends his time dealing with facts, developing disciplines, nomenclature. You, (laughs) you talk about people on this app who ain't doing shit see no wonder no wonder he got power and you ain't got shit. it's the difference because we're not moving or reacting with a sense of urgency he moved with a sense of urgency why because of white genetic annihilation which is a real thing he want to keep his bloodline pure how else can he do it except but through eugenics
0: I'm going to finish man I'm going to finish yo I'm going to finish because I went a little bit over
1: where I wanted to go even though it was all good but I guess I will play one part of this uh, Bloodline for y'all to listen to I'll play a few minutes of it and then I'll open up the floor so everybody could you know, you heard what you heard. You want to comment? You got questions? You could do that. I guess I'll play one part of it. I'll play for some minutes so you can hear all the people that he's tied to. But God Almighty, man. I hope, I hope and pray that we get this shit, man. Let me see uh, what part of this I'm going to play for y'all. Um,. If you want to watch the entire video, the entire video of the bloodline is on our Rumble channel.
0: Uh, let me see if it's in three. I, I did. I post a link three up there. I didn't even post no links up there. Oh, let me let me get that for y'all. <clears throat> let me see if the rumble. Yeah, the rumble's on there. I'll put the rumble at the top. Wait a second. There's several different videos on that page, but the one I want you to watch
1: is the one that's titled Bill Gates Entire Genesis Bloodline Revealed. And you when you go watch that, you will see the um uh, the video somewhere towards towards the bottom, I think. And then uh, you play it in your free time. It's only an hour and 15 minutes, but it's very very informative. It even talks about his possible relation to Giselle Maxwell the 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 human trafficker convicted human trafficker so <sighs> man there's something else I wanted to mention with that too uh, with the uh did y'all see the thing with Bill Gates and Epstein how uh he was in the interview they asked him about Epstein and he was like well he's dead now
0: <laughs> what the fuck
1: man are we paying attention like who says that <sighs>
0: Where's this shit at? Let me find it. I want, I want y'all to hear that shit, too. I'm sorry. It's just a bunch
1: of shit, man. Now, I just wish people would get it. I really do, man, because this shit, all this shit is going down. It shouldn't be going down like this, yo. Oh, man. Let me see where it's at.
0: man. Um, I really think y'all coming out, too, to listen, man, but... Uh, it's a lot of shit going on, fam. Let me see here. It's so sad. This man's a walking mass murderer, yo. Straight up. Walking mass murderer. And it was just business as usual. I'm going to play this. Uh, what was I looking for? I'd say something about Gates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Him and his. I want y'all to listen to this. I really want y'all. I'm going to find it. I want y'all to listen to this shit here because it just doesn't make any sense to
1: me how this guy can literally go on national TV, say the things that he does, and we just sit there. He, he even predicted the other pandemic. He said, oh, the
0: next one's going to get the. I mean, come on, man. Uh, uh, where we at? It's, man, it's just so much, man. I, I, you know what? It's just so much I want to play for y'all and show y'all all this shit. But hold on a second. <clears throat>
1: Oh, so Tia, I, you, we could actually. I'm a, I'm actually done with that lecture, but I do want to talk about that article, um, you sent me with the death. read the people, read the read the people. The title of that article.
5: Uh, do you want me to read the article?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure.
5: Okay, it's a pretty quick read from the one. I mean, they have a number of stories out on it today. Um, I had just happened to just Google COVID. Um, USA just to see what the president death toll is. I hadn't looked at it in a minute to see what the present death toll is and all that. So I guess it's like at 1.2 million in the US or 1 million 200,000. Um, but anyway, that's how I came across that article because all the top stories were talking about the life expectancy. US life expectancy falls to lowest level um, since 1996. And then all the other articles were blaming it on COVID, but I'll read it with a click. I'm also walking around the track, so forgive me if I'm breathing heavy. Um, <clears throat> U.S. life expectancy has fallen to the lowest level since 1996, continuing a steep decline, largely driven by the COVID-19 pandemic. Government data showed life expectancy at birth now stands at 76.1 compared to age 79 in 2019. That is the steepest two-year decline in a century. COVID-19 was the main contributing factor according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data. (laughs) Life expectancy of Native Americans and Alaskan Natives fell by two years. According to the provisional data, life expectancy fell by 2.7 years between 2019 and 2021. The statistics show that COVID-19 accounted for 50% of the decline between 2020 and 2021. Between 2019 and 2020, the pandemic contributed to 74% of the decline. Unintentional injuries, a term which also includes drug overdoses, reached record highs in 2021 and contributed to 15.9% of the decline. Um, hey, hey. Um, Deaths from heart disease, chronic liver disease, and cirrhosis and suicides were also significant contributors. And then it breaks down the life expectancy around the world with um, Hong Kong being at 85, age 85. And then the U.S. is like about six on the list is 76.1. And then the Central African Republic life expectancy is 54. So that's the comparison chart. So they're saying, um, hold on, I'll read some more. The fall in life expectancy was particularly pronounced among Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Since 2019, life expectancy among this demographic has dropped about 6.6 years, more than twice that of of the wider US population. The CDC statistics also highlight stark differences in life expectancy between men and women. For men, life expectancy fell about a year 73.2 in 2021 while women's life expectancy fell by 10 months to 79.1 a separate set of 2020 data released last week also shows significant geographical differences across the country life expectancy in hawaii is the highest at 80.7 compared to 71.9 years in mississippi um, life expectancy in the U.S. is among the lowest of developed nations around the world. In the U.K., for example, life expectancy stood around 79 for men and 82.9 for women in in 2022, after it fell for the first time in the in 40 years. According to the latest available statistics from the World Bank, Hong Kong and China have the highest life expectancies at around 85, followed by Singapore at 84 life expectancy in countries, including Switzerland, Australia, Norway, Hoover's around 83. So yeah, we're really behind the ball. <laughs> and somebody, we're, it wasn't somebody on here about a couple weeks ago trying to say that uh, the Western countries have the highest life expectancies and we have, our medical industry is so good and that's why we have the high, how do you figure? <laughs> And it cheers me out when people are just like, Oh, I don't wanna get sick in another country, da da da, cause they think America is the best. But I'm like, no, not really. We have a pretty bad track record and our life expectancy is declining. So with all this technology and all this advancement, we're going down.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly.
5: Yeah, that tripped me. I wish I had this article when that guy said that a couple of weeks ago. Because I'm like, no, you need to get your facts straight.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: And that's why, you know, we have to be mindful of what's going on. Because the deaths are rising. I saw an article or a news thing. It was maybe about a week ago. <clears throat> I was suspended, so I couldn't save the, the joint. I could just view it, but I couldn't save it. And the thing is, the article was basically saying that deaths in the United Kingdom were up. They said they were experiencing 1,000-plus deaths a week. Unexplainable. <laughs> Go figure.
0: Ah. Uh... I don't know, man. I, I I just don't know, man. But
5: I just got bad news today about one of my dance instructors. Beautiful girl, 29 years old. They said she had some kind of medical event in her car, and hit a guardrail, and then a semi truck hit her, and took her out.
2: Damn. So I'm like,
5: right. And I, I usually have class with her every Monday night, so I'm just like, wow and it's crazy because i'm like she's 29 she's a dancer she's really great athletic built, you know she's very fit Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah i'm like what kind of medical condition could she have had that's going to cause you to crash your car other than a stroke or a heart attack (laughs) so i have to really wonder like how does she have a heart attack at 29 you know, to cause herself to have this crash. But this has been like a lot going on here in LA and California. All these people dying in car accidents and car crashes. It's like really strange because we didn't even really have car crashes. Like in Florida, in Miami, you saw a car crash every day. You saw flowers up every day. In LA, Southern California, I rarely saw car accidents out here but lately there have been so many and people have been driving so erratic. I almost just got hit a few minutes ago. That's, that's <laughs> I'm just like, all
1: what the, is wrong yeah, with that's, all this crazy shit you see happening is because these people are vaccine-induced. <clears throat> I told everybody that the people who designed these things, they weren't dumb. The guy who founded Moderna, who have developed this, that motherfucker went to Harvard. You go read his... I actually took the time to read some of the papers that he wrote. He's writing on some stem cells he he even wanted to make his own self glow he merged himself with a lightning bug to make his arm glow like the dude is fucking he's one of these mad scientists and that's what they call themselves mad scientists they're not ashamed about it so they developed some shit to make motherfuckers die get heart disease go crazy and understand all it's not and somebody else mentioned it. all these vaccines ain't the same it ain't one size fits all you got the same fucking poison no they design these things so that everybody dies a different way okay now what i was mentioning earlier about the i wanted you again again i just want you to um i want you to to the way these people think listen to the way they think when you listen to the way they think that basically shows you Now, I already pointed out to you that, you know, with the whole uh, eugenics, how they view shit, this and that, right? And understand something. There are cryptic messages they give out every day. This, what I'm getting ready to play for you, was when they were questioning him about his involvement or relationship with Jeffrey Epstein.
0: I want you to hear his fucking answer. Okay.
1: I want you to hear his answer. And ask an aunt. Tell me if that man sounds like he has any remorse for meeting with someone
0: who was a convicted child sex trafficker. Huh? Listen to this.
1: These motherfuckers ain't playing with motherfuckers. (laughs) Listen to this diabolical
0: shit. Where is that?
6: Do you know about him? It was reported at that time uh, that you had a number of meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, who, when you met him 10 years ago, he was convicted of soliciting prostitution from minors. What did you know about him when you were meeting with him, as you've said yourself, in the hopes of raising money?
4: Uh, You know, I had dinners with him. Uh, I regret doing that. He had relationships with uh, people he said, you know, would give to global health, which is a, a interest I have, you know, not nearly enough philanthropy goes in that direction. Uh, you know, those meetings were were a mistake. They didn't result in uh, what he purported and I cut them off. You know, that goes back a long time ago now. Uh, there's, you know, so there's nothing new on that.
6: It was reported that you continue to meet with him over several years. Um, and that, in other words, a number of meetings, um, what did you do when you found out about his background?
4: Well, you know, I've said, I regretted having those dinners, uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that.
6: Is there a lesson for you for anyone else looking, looking at this?
4: Well, he's dead. So, uh. You know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, and, you know, the. that's my favorite. You know, I'm,
6: Anyone else looking, looking at this?
4: Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, and, you know, the, you know, I'm I'm very proud of what we've done in philanthropy, very proud of the work of the foundation, uh, you know, and that's. That's what I get up every day and focus on.
0: <laughs> Yo, hold on, man. That I hope y'all heard
1: that because <laughs> she literally asked the man. She said, "Look." <laughs> she said, "Is there any lessons?" And his response was, "Well, he's dead now." I mean. if that's not an indication of what these motherfuckers gonna do to you if you cross that goddamn line, I don't know what is. All right? He basically lets you know. Y'all motherfuckers keep goddamn pride. You're gonna end up like his motherfucking ass in the box. Which he may not even be in the box. This man may be in Greenland chilling somewhere with some more child children that he's fucking with. But, uh, man, it's wild, yo. Uh, well, family, y'all got any questions, the floor is open. You want this is a time to raise your hand and come on up and we can dig right into this shit on anything you heard. You got any questions on anything you heard? Um, And we can go into it. And, you know, but man, this is so crazy, y'all. This dude is a, is a diabolical killer. And he's still walking around. He's still doing what he does, and we ain't did shit. Alright. That's it for this. Maybe I'll do a part two. We go. Oh, I did say I was
0: gonna <laughs>
1: hit y'all with that last part. So let me hit y'all with the last part because I don't wanna leave without
0: giving y'all that. Y'all got to hear. Um I'll play this last part, and then we'll go in, then then we can go from there.
1: <clears throat> let me see where we at here. Um,
0: all right, hold on, y'all. All right, let's get here, man. I, don't know. I guess I'll start from here.
1: It's just a—I'll play about a five minutes of this, so y'all can hear the ties. There is one actually. I don't know. Let me see. I'll get to the one where they say he might be tied to uh, Giselle as well. I'll just play it from here. I don't know where we at, but we well, will just go from here. Listen to this, okay? This is all his ties. Not all of them, but this is just a part of them. All his blood ties. And listen to how
0: big this network is so you know what we're dealing with.
3: <clears throat> now we have Bill Gates related to John Kerry through both the Gates Forbes line and his Curtis Lowe line. As you've noticed, He is from a long line of banking families, but his mother's Maxwell line is where things really start to get interesting. Gates has distant ties through his Dutch Maxwell Phillips line to the Bush family, which could be an entire film in itself. But for time's sake, we want to go look at his other Maxwell lines. Back to the Taylor line, where we saw him connected to John Taylor of Lloyd's Bank. We have gates related to Lemuel and Ellie Bowers, the Comstock goldmine millionaires in Nevada. Funny enough, their haunted mansion is a popular ghost hunter destination today. Eile did crystal ball readings and seances and converted to Mormonism, which is interesting Because the founder of the Mormon Church, Joseph Smith Jr., is the son of Lucy Smith, the daughter of Lydia Mack, who just happens to be the daughter of Daniel Gates Jr. and Lydia Gates. And that Bowers family traces down to Samuel Bowers, the founder and imperial wizard of the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Sit down, Margaret the maxwell taylor bowers bloodline also gets us to the reverend frederick taylor gates the fact checkers are correct in saying that frederick taylor gates is not bill gates grandfather through either his father or his mother's immediate line what they are either hiding or unaware of is that they are nonetheless related through the Taylor Bowers lineage and have once again married into other parts of the Gates peerage lineage. This time through Frederick Taylor Gates' mother, Nee Bowers, or Sarah Jane Gates Bowers. Wikipedia admits Gates was the son of Sarah Jane Nee Bowers Gates, frederick taylor gates was the principal business and philanthropic advisor to the major industrialist john d rockefeller we now know what billionaire philanthropy really is and remember John's son david is a member of the good club with bill gates it's a big club and you ain't in it you and i are not in the big club They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all, at all, at all. You know, because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. We read that Gates became the Rockefeller's key philanthropic and business advisor, where he oversaw Rockefeller's investments, John D. Rockefeller nominated Gates as his senior business advisor. In this capacity, Gates steered Rockefeller's senior money predominantly to syndicates arranged by the investment house of Kuhn, Loeb, and J.P. Morgan. Although Gates is recognized today as a philanthropic advisor, Rockefeller himself regarded Gates as the greatest businessman he had encountered in his life, skipping such prominent figures of the time as Henry Ford, Carnegie, and even himself. By now, most of us know the story of Rockefeller and Carnegie turning healthcare and medicine into capitalism, creating the monstrous disaster known as allopathic medicine in America, meaning blaming fake viruses and blaming our janitorial bacteria for disease suppressing bodily detox healing systems with lifelong toxic prescription petrochemical drugs rather than curing the real psychological mineral deficiency and toxemia causes of disease and how they literally destroyed naturopathic and homeopathic medicine by going after any doctors who wouldn't take their quack allopathic state-licensed medical educations and degrees. You can read the Flexner Report for more details. Not that you can ever trust Wikipedia, but they make a startling claim here. They say although Rockefeller himself believed in folk medicine, meaning naturopathic and homeopathic plant medicine and therapies, the billionaire listened to his experts and that it was Gates who convinced him that he could have the greatest impact by modernizing medicine, especially by reforming medical education, sponsoring pharmaceutical research to identify cures, and systematically eradicating debilitating diseases through pharmaceuticals. In 1901, it was Gates who designed the Rockefeller Institute for Medical Research, of which he was the board president. You might be asking yourself, How was a religious Baptist minister turned oil financial businessman qualified to start and manage an institute for medical research? He wasn't. And we have the exact same problem again today. When in 2017, the morons at Politico named Bill Gates as the world's most powerful doctor. Except he's not a doctor. He's a computer software mogul turned vaccine investment businessman. Meet the world's most tasty watermelon, pizza. This history is important because it was Frederick Taylor Gates' son, Frederick Lamont Gates, who was the doctor at Fort Riley, Kansas in 1917, giving the camp three injections in three weeks of a highly toxic experimental bacterial meningitis vaccine, contributing toward the sickness and death they later called the Spanish flu. The fact checkers even add that his father, Reverend Frederick Taylor Gates, also participated in the meningitis vaccination process and that Gates Rockefeller Institute for Medical Research carried out a large-scale bacterial meningitis vaccination on the whole U.S. Army in 1918, supervised by Frederick L. Gates. We've already covered in great detail at the end of our film, Biochemistry Debunks Corona. How the endless vaccines and boosters killed only the vaccinated in 1918 and how the public was conned into believing that the returning soldiers who were sick and dying from the army vaccination program were contagious. So the public needed to be vaccinated to protect them from catching the soldiers fake Spanish flu virus. And you can pause and read these two screens as well for more information. It will take too long to go over that information again here. Just know that Bill Gates' relatives were doing the exact same thing back then that Bill Gates is doing himself again today. If you're wondering how 20 to 50 million people died back in 1918, practically the entire population had been injected with up to 12 different toxic shots and booster serum variations while the poor soldiers were all given 14 to 25 shots and booster variations if you think these crazies are going to do any less than that to you today with their endless variant scare stories and boosters then you simply don't understand how Bill Gates intends to make $200 billion profit off of injecting you. So far, he's only made $26 billion off of two shots and one booster. Where do you think the other $174 billion are going to come from, if not endless variant boosters? They're already making up Delmicron, a super strain hybrid between Delta and Omicron.
4: There's been over a 20 to 1 return. If you had
6: put that money into an S&P 500 and reinvested the dividends, you'd come up with something like $17 billion, but you think it's $200 billion. Here, yeah.
3: Never forget, money is a secondary motivation for these people. Depopulation is always the goal of these eugenics-driven philanthropists, which leads us back to the Maxwell's. Bill Gates' mother is Mary Maxwell Gates. Through her father's bloodline, Gates traces back to the Burke's peerage relatives of James Clerk Maxwell, known for Maxwell's equations and inventing the theory of electromagnetic radiation, the first theory to describe electricity. Here, we have another Department of Energy Connection for Gates and Maxwell's equations are vital for developing the nanomagnetic technology necessary for the bioelectric sensors and energy harvesters that will interact with the nanotechnology in the vaccine injections, which may just be a coincidence. Speaking of coincidence... The self-proclaimed father of this rushed vaccine technology had an MIT electrical engineering and radiation physicist uncle, John George Trump, whose daughter Karen Trump left New Hampshire, moved to Los Alamos, New Mexico, and married the MIT physicist John Charles Ingraham, who works at Los Alamos National Laboratory. Isn't it a small world, though? Gates' mother was a school teacher with a bachelor's degree in education. Somehow, she became the first female president of King County's United Way, once the largest nonprofit organization in the U.S., where she served with IBM CEO John Opel, who released IBM's first personal computer. Yes, that one. King County itself is named after William R. King, former U.S. diplomat, senator, and vice president. Gates then becomes the first woman to sit on the board of directors for First Interstate Bank, the eighth largest banking company in the U.S., and now Wells Fargo. Then she gets on the board of directors for Unigard Security Insurance Group and Pacific Northwest Bell, an AT&T telecommunications company, And she also sat on the board of governors for the University of Washington. That's one hell of a school teacher. How was she qualified? And how did a woman rise to such positions back in the pre-feminist era? As it just so happens, her paternal grandfather, James Willard Maxwell Sr., was the president of the National City Bank in Seattle for 20 years and a director for the Seattle branch of the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco. Not only that, but his son, James Willard Maxwell Jr., Mary's father and Bill Gates' grandfather, was himself a prominent banker in Lincoln, Nebraska, who later moved to King County, Washington. Gates is related to the Lincolns of Nebraska through his Curtis line. Not only that... But the first interstate bank that Gates' mother sat on the board of directors for has its origins and headquarters in Billings, Montana. Bill Gates is related to the bill through his father's side. What is also interesting about Mary Gates' father being a prominent Lincoln, Nebraska banker And Mary herself being president of the United Way in King County and sitting on the board of directors of First Interstate Bank System is that one of the original banks in First Interstate Bank System belonged to Charles Henry King, who was a major business mogul and banker from Omaha, Nebraska, 35 miles from Mary's father in Lincoln. Charles Henry King was a Freemason and the grandfather of President Gerald Ford. And Bill Gates just happens to be related to both of them. through Father's Gates bloodline. Through Mary Gates Maxwell's mother's line, Bill's grandmother was Adele Maxwell Thompson. His great-grandmother was Eda Thompson, whose sister, Bill's great-aunt, was Bella Bellamoke, the wife of Gaston Moke, who emigrated from the Swiss banking capital, Bern, Switzerland, to Montesano, Washington, as you do, about 70 miles from where Bill grew up. Bill's great-uncle, Gaston Moke, owned a jewelry store, served as the city treasurer, was president of the Chamber of Commerce several times. He headed the Ingalls, and he headed the Knights of Pythias, I repeat, he wasn't just a member, he headed the Knights of Pythias. The Knights of Pythias is a fraternal secret society and the first ever fraternal organization to receive a charter under an act of the United States Congress. And here's why you've never heard of them. Why is that, ladies? It's because in 1923, when the Ku Klux Klan came to Lexington, Illinois to recruit new members at a rally of more than 3,000 KKK members in attendance of the initiation ceremony of more than 100 new Klansmen, the Knights of Pythias announced to the crowd that nearly 40,000 Knights of Pythias had joined the Ku Klux Klan the previous Tuesday night. By November of that year, the Knights of Pythias' newspaper column in the local Lexington Unit Journal newspaper estimated that 80% of their members were also Klansmen and that 60% of the local KKK were members of the Knights of Pythias. It is through Gaston Moke that Gates is distantly related to Ted Turner, Another billionaire eugenicist and member of the Good Club. Brother Ted Turner on the cover.
1: Ted, where you at?
3: And now for your million-dollar question: Is the conspiracy theory true? Are Bill Gates and Gillaine Maxwell first cousins? That answer is easily proven as no. The fact checkers at Reuters are this time correct. They are not first cousins. But are they related to each other? While I was personally unable to definitively prove it, I can show you why there is reason to suspect it. Ghislaine Maxwell's father, Sir Robert Maxwell, was the infamous British media proprietor, former member of parliament, Israeli spy, and fraudster. He was knighted nonetheless. But that is not his real name. His real name is Yen Ludwig Hyman Binjamin Hock, or Hosh. Very similar, but different Ashkenazi meanings to Mok and Blok. The first weird thing we notice is that Robert Maxwell, a.k.a. Yen Ludwig Hock, had a brother also named Yen Ludwig Hock. Who the hell gives two of their sons the exact same name? The second thing we notice is that Maxwell's genealogy page was just updated a month ago, December 3rd, 2021, by Sam Katz. Why? The third thing we notice is that a man allegedly born in the Ukraine, who lived and was knighted in England and died in the Canary Islands, was buried on Mount Olive, Israel, in Jerusalem. What? the last strange thing is that you don't get buried on mount olive unless you are an important bloodline yet this knighted important man's father mechel hawk is the last known lineage of robert maxwell we know nothing about who his mother and father are then how do we know he is who we are told he is What did Simon Goodman do on July 16th, 2019, when he updated Maxwell's father's genealogy? He obviously scrubbed it. But when we take Ghislaine Maxwell's mother, Robert Maxwell's wife, Jeannie Maxwell Maynard, back through her genealogy, her Maynard family line origins mysteriously stop and disappear with Jacques Maynard from Vaucluse, France, only 39 miles from where Gates' great-uncle Gaston Malk is from in Bern, Switzerland. Of all the places in this great big world, what are the odds? Later, we find out that Robert Maxwell's daughter, Isabel, Ghislaine Maxwell's sister, speaking here at Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum, was married to Dale Gerassi, the son of the scientist credited with creating the eugenics birth control pill. Probably just a coincidence.
0: See, you view as you could, as you've heard, their connections
1: run deep. Ghislaine Maxwell, all these eugenicists, just listen
0: bankers
1: you see and a lot of these people you've not even heard of these are the people that behind the scenes so just like that room we had yesterday on the paper bloodlines the people who run the world you never see people like gates frontline Rockefellers, all these people there's days who they put in the front but the people who are really doing the dirty work behind the scenes we never really get to hear them and when you just listen to all of these connections Banks, uh, you know, just medicine, you name it. That's what we're up against. That's why we are in the situation that we're in. And it's I trust me, I know it's enormous. That's why I mentioned earlier that once you get this, then you realize the enormity of the situation. This ain't no shit that we could just think our way of out of overnight. No, that is impossible. That is not gonna happen. This is some shit that is, the way they calculated it, we're going to have to calculate our shit, too. Because they got the banks, they got the hospitals, they got the schools, they got everything. Right? It's enormous, I know. You listen to the bloodline, how far back this shit go. So, yes, I know. But it's still, at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, The Wizard of Oz. At the end,
0: <laughs> you
1: hear the big voice, whoa, 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 you pull the fucking veil, it ain't none of the little fucking dude. It's the same type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, But mentally, we have to be there. Mentally, we have to be there before we even approach anything like that. So uh, I guess I'm gonna leave it at that. Like I mentioned, uh, I put the, uh, it's in my link tree, Let's make sure. Yeah, it's right up top. You go follow the rumble page once you hit the rumble page you'll scroll down you'll see that video there that and some other videos as well all of them are good um but
0: that particular one is called bill gates of time eugenics bloodline look at it look at it very informative video it gives you a lot of information it gives you a great understanding on all of this shit that we're dealing with you know what i'm saying and you know put it in perspective you know put it in perspective and think to yourself, okay, if all this shit is true, which it is, if all this shit is true, right, I need to develop a plan for me, myself, my children, you know what I'm saying, so they can have a way. Because if not, you see how this shit going now, everybody's just
1: rolling along with the plan and tears just ready to you, people dying, record
0: numbers, left and right. I told you about the dude, he said earlier, he said, from the Population Council, he said, hey, poison their waters. Poison their waters. And believe me when I tell you, they'll do it. So we got to think with a sense of urgency, put together a plan, change your life. All this stuff. Change your life. If you don't depend on them, they have nothing. It's just the bottom line. We don't depend on them for anything. They have nothing. Because if you ain't going to go do it, they're going to have to get out there doing it yourself. And that's something that, that they are not taking the risk of doing. <laughs> Believe.
1: Me. uh So with that being said, family, that is it.
0: You know, on the uh, lecture, the video, anything, any last words, questions, comments, anything, you more, to more than welcome, come up. Come up, say hi, anything. Um, I'm with it. Whatever you want to do. This will also be on the
1: podcast uh, upload. I am on Spotify. I am on Apple and Google Podcasts. You can find us under the same name as the club. Executive Office
0: of Dr. Black. You'll find it. Follow me on Spotify. Might, the links might be up in there. Let me see if the link's up in that link tree. I don't know if I'll put them up there or not. If not, I will put them up there. And you can go uh, follow on Apple or whatever, whatever. <laughs> Find it so you can hear it. Share it. Have some of your coworkers listen to it or something. Maybe made it, they might get into it and wake up and want to be a part of the, what we doing. Um, other
1: than that, family,
0: that's it. Any last words to you? anybody? Let me start. Hold on, man. Some of y'all, y'all think...
1: This is gonna be part of the closing routine. I'll start bringing y'all up, and y'all just saying peace. Oh, peace, peace to what up?
5: up? Oh, okay.
1: What up to
0: you?
5: Oh no, I didn't know if you were closing the room or if you were opening the floor.
1: Oh, um, I'm just I'm opening the floor now. To see if anybody got some words to say before we get oh, up okay. out of here.
2: Okay. Cool. Any
0: Questions? Anything?
1: Anything? Anything, y'all? Okay. Would you have
5: a game? Huh? Football game? What'd you say? I
2: said, are you know.
5: at a football game? My, my nephew's football practice.
0: Okay. Well, I, I hear the whistles and shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I invited some of y'all. Somebody come up. Say
1: hi. Say anything. Good night. Anything. We we'll rolling on, on up out of here. What y'all got, fam?
0: that's how y'all gonna do me tonight
5: Nah, but you (laughs) gave us good information that was very good and informative information definitely something to really put on people's brains
0: no doubt man i know it man people people hey this
1: is this is why we do it this is exactly why we do it yep
0: Mm, well that's
1: it family well tomorrow i do have another room scheduled make sure you're rsvp for that room as well uh that room is titled uh oh it's about the electric the end of gas cars are electric cars for safety or control so um yeah so good say goodbye to your gas cars because this, this is gone <laughs> uh, and you know they're gonna make that happen you've got about maybe 10 more years got about 10 more years with your gas cars. So that'll take you to, what, 2032? Around 2035, they won't manufacture any more. They'll be manufacturing more electric cars and gas cars. But like 2035, going to between 25, 2035, and 2040, that's going to be the last of the Mohicans, baby. Last of the Mohicans. So all the infrastructure that they have is going to be set up to bring in these electric cars. And we will be going into that tomorrow.
0: That is going to be what the discussion will be on. Um,
1: oh, eight o'clock. I will be having these rooms Monday through Friday, eight o'clock. I will do my best to open the room up at eight o'clock so we could have at least an hour or two. To uh, you know, maybe an hour of lectures, and the rest we could open up. If not, you know, you know me, I could talk. I'm long winded. Uh, but yeah. That's 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 what the show is for tomorrow. So be prepared. We'll be the same information, same type of stuff, man. You know, bringing bringing new stuff to y'all, stuff that's happening, so that you can start making plans and how to get around this bullshit. All right. Um, anything else? What's up, Cap? Finally, somebody came up, top, man. My main man, Cap. What's good? Yo, huh? what's good, man?
0: What's good, brother?
1: Chillin', man, chillin', man. Thank you for coming up and speaking. Thank you to everybody else that's in the audience that's listening. Um, so that's about it, man. I Look, man, I love y'all, man. Y'all hold your head down. Um, and uh, I think that's it. I'll be, I'm posting up the, uh, which one is this?
0: What was yesterday's show? No,
1: the, the paper Bloodline, my bad. I'm posting up the paper bloodline up on the pod from yesterday's show up. Once I get this uh this replay downloaded, I'll also post this one up for the podcast as well. So y'all yeah, be able to catch these anywhere. I'm, I'm spreading these joints out. Um I think that's about it, y'all. That's about it. That's about it. So with that being said, thank you for everybody coming in and listening. I'll see y'all tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern. As mentioned, make sure y'all RSVP for that room. The end of gas cars, electric cars for safety or control. So we'll be doing a breakdown on that uh, tomorrow evening. With that being said, I want to say peace and one love to everybody. Be safe. Go check out that uh, video on the Rumble page. It's an hour and 15 minutes. Watch that shit. Trust me. You won't regret it. All right?
0: We out. Be safe. See y'all tomorrow.
5: Peace, everybody. Hasta luego.
2: Peace. (laughs) Peace.